My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Now a man was ill, Lazarus from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who had anointed the Lord with perfumed oil and dried his feet with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was ill. So the sisters sent word to Jesus saying, Master, the one who you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he had heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in a day? If one walks during the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. He said this and then told them, Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I am going to awaken him. So the disciples said to him, Master, if he's asleep, he will be saved. But Jesus was talking about his death while they thought he meant ordinary sleep. So then Jesus said to them clearly, Lazarus has died And I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. Let us go to him. So Thomas, called Didymus, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go to die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, only about two miles away. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary sat at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary secretly, saying, The teacher is here and is asking for you. As soon as she heard this, she rose quickly and went to him. For Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still where Martha had met him. So when the Jews who were with her in the house comforting her saw Mary get up quickly and go out, They followed her, presuming that she was going to the tomb to weep there. 
When Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her weeping, he became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and the stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, by now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. Because of the crowd here, I have said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial bands, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to them, untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what he had done began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So a uh, random factoid for the next time that you're on Jeopardy or you're playing Trivia Pursuit. While the gospel we just heard was a somewhat lengthy one, within that reading was one of the shortest scripture verses recorded in the whole New Testament. John chapter 11, verse 35, and Jesus wept. In some translations, they even dropped the word and, which would then tie it as the shortest verse in the whole Bible. Those two words, Jesus wept. Interestingly, that would tie with 1 Thessalonians 5.16, which very beautifully and providentially says, Rejoice evermore. Jesus wept. A couple of words that can say so much. Because think about it, what does it mean when we say someone wept? It's more than just feeling sad. It's more than just the act of crying. Any one of us who've experienced this act of weeping knows the difference. You weep when you feel deep, intense feelings, raw emotions for someone or over something that has happened. It's so jarring that you can feel it in the pit of your stomach. Your, your heart aches. You're so overwhelmed by the feelings that you're experiencing that you're unembarrassed by the flood of tears. On the one hand, no one would wish this experience on another, knowing how hard and painful an experience this truly is. 
But on the other hand, weeping reveals something immensely important. When you're experiencing that much pain, you know without a doubt that something has touched you so deeply right to the core of your being that you've come to the depths of your heart. When someone has wept, it's because something meant that much to them. Which is why this shortest of scripture verses is somewhat puzzling. Jesus wept. Jesus? That this was recorded tells us how striking it must have been for his witnesses. Because it's not like Jesus forgot who he was or that he didn't know what he was able and capable of doing and what he would accomplish for his friend Lazarus. He predicted he was going to do it before he even got there. He knew that he could and would raise him from the dead. So he didn't weep for himself. So why did he weep? Well, some thoughts come to mind. Jesus wept over the fear that his disciples still had after all this time he had spent with them. After all they had seen that he could do, after all that they heard him speak of, a God who would not let anything, anything, stop him from attending to his children in need, fear still undermined that truth. Just look at this gospel. As soon as the disciples hear this news that Lazarus, a friend of Jesus, was seriously ill and needed Jesus, their response to this news was, But Jesus, the last time we were in Judea, the people there wanted to stone you. It's not safe. In other words, they're trying to talk him out of going back. So Jesus wept over that fear that gripped and can still grip his followers. Jesus wept over the distress that Lazarus' sisters had experienced in seeing their only brother die and be entombed. Their pain pained him. Their hurt hurt him. And so he wept. That's how much Jesus loved his friends. That's how much Jesus loves his friends. No, our tears don't go unnoticed. They evoke tears from Jesus. Jesus wept because he knew that as much as his followers loved him and wanted to believe in him, and did believe in him to a certain extent, that it was to a certain extent. There was a limit, there was a a qualifier to their belief. They believed, but they disbelieved as well. Jesus wept because of that doubt, that doubt that was emboldened from seeing this dead man in a tomb. They were relying more on that harsh and seemingly final evidence of a sealed tomb than the healed heart of the Samaritan woman or the eyes of the man born blind being completely restored that we've encountered in the liturgy the last two Sundays. They and countless others had already testified to the greatness of what Jesus wants to do for humanity, that he brings healing, that he brings restoration, that he brings new life into the brokenness of a broken world. That Jesus has power over all things in heaven and on earth, even death itself. Jesus wept because he saw that after all that he had done, all that he would do, that his promise of eternal life and resurrection of the dead wasn't enough to remove the pain of this life. His followers, despite all that was to come, 
despite his ultimate victory over death in his own resurrection, would still experience pain and the sting of death on this earth. Jesus wept because he realized that if the death of Lazarus could cause some of his closest followers such distress, he could only imagine what his passion and his death on the cross would do to them. Yet he knew that he needed to endure that passion and death so that God would be able to do even more miraculous and life-changing things for all humanity, most specifically saving them. Jesus wept because in spite of all that he would say, all that he would do, some would choose to remain entombed. Some would choose to remain dead because they believed their sins were too big, they were too unforgivable. They would remain hidden in the darkness of those tombs rather than experience the healing and the radiance of his love and his life that wants to bring them out of that darkness and out of that isolation. Jesus wept over those who would refuse to hear his life-giving voice, calling them out of those tombs, rejecting the opportunity to experience newness of life in his radical gift of forgiveness. Yes, Jesus wept because he loved. Jesus wept because he loves. Jesus wept because he knows that for some people, the gift he offers of himself so freely, so willingly, so selflessly, for some, that wouldn't be enough. Some would simply question or put their trust in other gods. They reject the only God who doesn't remain aloof or far or distant, but that the God who came as one of us and one with us and who remains with us. He's the God who is strong enough to become so vulnerable to us that Jesus wept with us and for us. So much does he care for us. That's why Jesus wept and why sometimes he still does.